Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. On today's show, we're sharing six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. And even just the very first one is a pretty powerful mindset shift that you're going to want to hear. All right, let's jump into it. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. And welcome to episode number 16 of The Six Ways, where every week we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise. And they share their best tips with the rest of us so we can all do better at achieving our entrepreneurial goals, because I truly believe we all do better when we all do better. Now, this is both an audio and a video podcast, so if you want to switch from one to the other, you can find the link in the show notes for this episode. And I know your time is valuable, so you'll also see timestamps for what we talk about. So if you're looking for a certain part or you want to revisit something, you can always jump ahead to that part. My name is Jerry Potter. If we don't know each other yet, I'm the founder of 5-Minute Social Media. And my guest today, Alicia Forrest, earns a full-time income in less than part-time hours and coaches and teaches other entrepreneurs how to do the same thing. And then, Alicia, how many summers have you taken off in a row now? Oh, my goodness. Well, our daughter is 18, and we took her the first summer when she was six months. So I'll let you do the math. Wow. Even if you'd said I've taken the last three summers off, that would be impressive. But you did this through COVID, before COVID. And even when I think about, you know, you obviously have an online business as well. And even when I think about what the tech would have been like back then versus what we have now, I mean, yeah, really, really impressive. What was your initial motivation and getting started in something like this? Because sometimes people believe I have to hustle 24-7. There's plenty of gurus uh, online that are telling us you have to hustle for 24-7 or you you don't want it bad enough. So what was it like for you in the very beginning? Yeah, that's such a great question because it really is about what motivates you the most. And for me, that that real personal, um, emotionally driven motivator to be able to take the summer off and spend it with my future children, because I didn't even have children when I first started my business, um, was twofold. One was because it was something that I got to enjoy when I was growing up. And I really wanted to be able to give that same experience to our kids. And the other one was because it was so important to me to be home to raise them. That summer was sort of ingrained in me. But then as I started thinking about growing our family later, it was about the school breaks and the plays and the travel and just all the things that happened um, once we had children. But it, but for me, it's always been a non-negotiable. It is how do I build this thing that contributes significantly financially to my family that also allows me the time freedom to be home, to be in a space that I'm able to take care of my family in the way that was most important to me. And that 
when they were so tiny, you know, that was a lot of time. But as they grow older, I swear it gets busier. <laughs> so it was yeah. even more yeah. important. Yeah. And that's interesting that you talk about that because the why is so important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my why for a long time when I, I, I didn't even want to have my own business, it was sort of by accident. But some of that early motivation was I want to take my kids back to Japan when I, where I was born and, yeah. and not have to do it in five days or seven days and all of that kind of stuff. And we took a six week trip to the other side of the world this summer. And I realized after that, I'd kind of like my why was over. <laughs> now we want to do more. We want to go more places. I was kind of like, I got to rethink this. And I know for a lot of people, it's like, well, I want to, I want to work less, right? That was a big thing for you. Yeah. I kind of love what I do. So, so that like, even though I don't like, I've, I've, I'm pretty good about, you know, I don't work generally after the kids come home from school. I don't work weekends. Um, but I do like what I do. So that's, it's been different. And, and so I have to kind of figure out what's that new why um, now, whether it's eating my way through Spain or I don't know, something. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's college. Because <laughs> now I have one in college. <laughs> yes, that's a fair point to actually and be able to. not uh, close. So I have to take time off to go visit her. Right. So I still want to have that same time flexibility. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. So six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. Alicia brought three and I've got three to share. And we're going to answer our question of the week from Kim, which is related to this. How do you tell clients or customers you'll be unavailable without angering them? And I remember facing this uh, and uh, I'm sure Alicia has some thoughts on it as well. So we'll get to that. Make sure you listen until we get there. So let's start right now, though. Six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. Alicia, you go first. What's the first one you've got? So for me, it's really about deciding how much is enough. So how much money is really enough? So, you know, we hear a lot about getting to six figures, getting to seven figures, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's important for you to have a balance between how much you're working, how much time you're taking off, regardless of your why, you really need to get cash clear. You really need to know how much money is enough, right? So it's figuring that out for you. And the way that I talk to my clients about it, it's, it's just the next bump up. Like what, what's going to help you design a happy lifestyle that you're happy with? That's just the next bump up. Because then we can do the next bump and the next bump. Hmm. Let's just focus on the next bump because usually when we do that, it just it enables us to get so much more clear about the steps to take instead of trying to do all the things to get to some arbitrary number at some point in time, right? So it's, and sometimes I have to pull myself back and say, wait a minute, okay. <laughs> to be, you know, I mean, I've never had a million dollar launch and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've made over $2 million in sales since I've been in business and I've never missed a moment. Like I've never missed a moment of my kid's life. So, or anything else that was important, caring for an aging parent, that kind of thing. But on a day-to-day, -day, it's how much is really enough? You know, what do you really need in order to live that lifestyle that you want? But just the next bump. I love that. And I've, I've coached a few friends on leaving their job to focus on their business and some of my members in Social Media Leads Lab. And one of the things that I always say, because they're, they're like, well, I can't leave until I make the 80,000 I was making in my job or whatever it might be. And it's like, oh, let's really like, let's, let's take a few steps back here. Yeah. Do you really need that much? And it's kind of the opposite of that. Um, but you're right. You know, enough is enough. And, and I know some people would much rather 
make, you know, $50,000 in 25 hours a week mm -hmm. than making $60,000 in 40 hours a week, because all of a sudden you've got, you know, a three day weekend every week or whatever it might be. So that's great. All right. Great. Next up, number two, six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. Uh, set boundaries. This is so important and so scary. And I am a lifelong people pleaser. So this was probably <laughs> the biggest lesson that I have learned um, around this. And before I had my online business, I was working at an agency as the chief marketing officer and creative director. And I just, you know, I would tell myself, family's the most important thing, but I would always act like, you know, looking back, the clients were the most important thing. I remember one night getting up from the dinner table with my kids, my wife worked evenings at the time to go and reply to a message um, that I got on Facebook from a client. And by the time I got back, the kids were gone. Uh, the dog was on the table eating my dinner. I mean, it was just, and I was, it was just this moment, like, what am I doing? And so the next thing I did was I basically went to my clients a few days later and I said, Hey, if you need anything, you can email and I'll always get back to you by the next business day. If you need anything urgently, here is my phone number. You can text me if it's urgent. And I think I was at the agency for two more years and I never got a single text message. Because if you give people the space, <laughs> and especially if they know you're a people pleaser, they will fill it with stuff and they'll just send stuff around the clock. Mm. But what happened was, um, you know, I gave them, I let them know, hey, I'm here for you. You can personally text me. But what happened was something would come up and they would Google it instead of sending me a message about it or, right. you know, whatever it might be. So boundaries are important. And with our question of the week here in a few minutes, we'll talk a little bit more um, about that as well. So but makes a massive, massive difference. So, okay. Um, up next, number three, six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. Alicia, what do you got? So this is my favorite of all of them because I am really a how-to sort of practical. Like I'm always working on the mindset, but what I teach is mostly about the how-to. So for me, I had a fun activity that I do. I used to run a live workshop and I would do this activity, but I do it online now where I, I have just a 12-month blank calendar. So if you're watching the video of the podcast, you can see I have a big wall calendar behind me. But this would just be like just the 12 months in blank blocks. And I always ask, like, are you curious? How, how do you take the summer off? You know, I, I don't understand how you can make that work. And I'm excited about answering the question too about that came up about how you do that without, you know, making people upset. Yeah. Um, and so, and I would just have this calendar in front of people are doing online and I just put a big X through July and a big X through August. <laughs> and the whole room would go like, well, it went over really well the first time. <laughs> but then, then I have people come back every year for like eight years. They're like, yeah, we already know this one. It's not too funny anymore. But I would just put an X through it. And then they'd say, oh, and I said, well, you know, and then there's other times like over the holidays, two weeks in March for spring break, you know, the different times of year that I wanted to be able to focus elsewhere, right? I wanted to be able to focus, you know, for me, for my family. And, and, you know, it's sort of a lighthearted way of looking at it, but I am a huge believer of putting down the time off or away so even if you're just stepping back, like maybe you're you're still kind of checking and maybe you have an assistant or something, but you're still check you're taking time away from like really being on and showing up all the time in your business is to put the time off on your calendar first mm. and then 
you figure out how you're going to make that just enough or what whatever the money number is for you in the time that's left. And you'll still have, I take 16 weeks off a year. There's still a lot of weeks to make money <laughs> left, right? So so it's really just, that's really it. It's just really important to put, decide for yourself first, what's the, what does my time off look like? And put that into your calendar system, whatever you use first, and then put your offers and your launches and your programs and your workshops and all the other stuff that you know about already in next. And I've never run a program. All of my programs have run from September to May. That's a school year. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And because it is a, I mean, you, you described it as a tactical or a, st a strategic move, but it's definitely a mindset shift too, because you're going, okay, time off is first. first. And the, the second thing is I love the question that it raises. If I did the math right, I think if you, you, that leaves you with 36 weeks that you're working. Yeah, I wasn't even going to try to do the math. Okay. Well, and I mean, I'm not even positive that I got it right, but then, then you go, okay, how do I make $50,000 in 36 weeks exactly. or whatever, whatever your number is. And so, yeah, yeah that's great. Okay. Um, up next, uh, number four. Uh, before we get to that, though, this episode is brought to you by dailysocialmediatips.com. You can join thousands of entrepreneurs that get daily social media tips direct to their inbox for free. And of course, if they ever stop being helpful, you can quickly unsubscribe in a couple of clicks. So I encourage you to sign up. It only takes seconds at dailysocialmediatips.com. Okay, six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. Number four, um, this is more of the without losing income part. Now, I know we talked about boundaries and how it's important and valuable to have those. And if you do take time off, actually be off. But I know for some of us that are worriers, um, the more comfortable we feel taking that time off, the more we will enjoy it. And so just a couple of things is, you know, when I do take time off and I travel, I kind of have a backup plan in case something does come up. I try and set the boundaries, but sometimes stuff just happens. And so, you know, a few examples of this is let's say, you know, maybe if you think you might have to get on an emergency Zoom call or whatever, make sure you know the internet speed of wherever you're going. Or, um, you know, sometimes we've been traveling and uh, I know somebody who's in the area. And so I'll say, hey, this probably won't happen. We'll be on vacation. But if I needed a place to do something, could I, you know, come by your house? And I was like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Or, you know, whatever it might be like a business friend that I know online. And so I just like to encourage you to, you know, think about that, have a backup plan. Um, once we were traveling and I was doing a launch and we the Internet was so bad at the place that we were saying they swore it was good. It was so bad. I ended up renting a motel room for three days just to do my launch from there. I remember that. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. It was right after we hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube and I was doing this, this, uh, this launch and I, it, it was just, you know, we, 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 it was not a, it was not a nice moat. I mean, it was a motel. It was not a nice hotel. And so we were trying to dress up the background with balloons, and everything like that. But, you know, it, it's good to, it's good to know that that's out there. That's that technology that's available to you now. And so, yeah, so my suggestion is just, you know, so you don't lose income. If something comes up, you would be able to make it happen so you didn't lose the money. Um, everybody's different on their boundaries and how they want to focus on that. But I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. So, yeah. um, okay, next up, number five, six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income. What do you got, Alicia? 
So this one actually came to me through a client. So at one of my workshops, she had come up to me and she said, um, how come like I can't buy from you? And I thought, what are you talking about? Like you're at the workshop, you bought the workshop, but we've worked together before. I didn't understand what she was talking about, but she pointed out to me that uh, when you went at that time, it was about 10 years ago to my website, everything was closed. <laughs> so it was, you know, enrollment was closed, enrollment was closed, get on the wait list, enrollment was closed. And I thought, oh my goodness, thank you for pointing that out very obviously to me. So my tip for this is always be open for business, right? Mm. So just making sure that there's always an opportunity for someone to pay you, to give you money, right? To say yes to your offer. So I really spent some time right after that. And of course, have continued since. And I know, Jerry, you have your business models very much this way as well, that there is always an opportunity to work with you. So whether it's, it's you know, a one-on-one thing, if you're doing one-on-one or it's a one-to-many, a membership program or something like that, or it's an opportunity to buy a digital product or download a template or something like that. So over the years, it led me to really diversifying my offers and making sure that there was always an opportunity for someone to buy and especially recurring income. You know, having yeah. that, that has been the key to taking so much time off is having that recurring income, knowing that you have a certain amount of income that's coming in that you can count on every single month. That's really, the, that was really the game changer for me in terms of really being able to honor my own boundaries of when am I going to work? Yeah. So if it's July and you're hanging out by the lake, people can still work with you, send you money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, things like exactly. That. Yeah. And it's so easy for us as the business owner, because we're so cl- close to our businesses to not realize what the experience is like on the other side. And you know, I have this profitable pages framework that I teach where there's like, here's these four things you need on all your social media profiles. And one of them is, what do you want them to do next? And it's right. so often missing. And it might be buy something or it might be join your email list, download right. a freebie, call you, book a call, whatever it might be. And maybe it shifts when you're off, especially if you're off for an entire summer, but always let somebody who is ready to, you know, as in my date framework, that's the enchanted phase. They're like, I'm going to work with you. I'm excited to work with you. Make sure they can work with you. So I love that you brought that up. Always be open. What a concept. Always be open. (laughs) Yeah. And unless you're a brick and mortar, you can always be open online. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Next up, number six, six ways to take more time off on your business without losing income. Um, This was something that I actually heard from somebody else as well. And and this isn't something that I've done, but it's something I've been thinking about the last couple of months. And that's simply to plan your time off when you know it's slow anyway. Now, you may have times that you want to be off like summer, like Alicia does, but you also may realize, like I've realized, like I get no emails on Fridays after about 9 a.m. my time. And I'm on the West Coast of the United States. So you know, North America and Europe are all ahead of me on that. And well, pretty much the whole world except Hawaii. And so I I was kind of like, I could probably take Fridays off pretty easily, you know, if I wanted to. And so there may be a slow season, there may be a time that it just makes more sense. Um, So just plan time off when you already know things are going to be slow, because it's just things can run much smoother in the back end. So, all right, we'll recap all six of these here in just a second. And I'm going to ask Alicia to pick her favorite. And by the way, you're allowed to pick your own. That's okay. (laughs) Um, 
So, but our question of the week from Kim, how do you tell clients and customers you'll be unavailable without angering them when you take time off? So for me, it's really all about managing expectations. Um, and I get that question a lot myself, but it, it really is like you said earlier, boundaries. And this is one of those, right? Really setting those expectations ahead of time. So, you know, when I started doing longer term programs, it was very clear, this is a fixed program. It starts here, it ends here, and that's it. But in all the copy and all the communication, even in my autoresponders, when someone signs up for my email list, it sets expectations of what the response time will be. So a really simple one, because, you know, it is a longer time that I'm off in the summer. I do have a very part-time uh, assistant. So if anything truly urgent comes up, you know, we're in touch but I'm not saving lives. So <laughs> there's never been anything urgent ever, um, but an opportunity might come through. So she wants to make sure that I see that. So we check in like once a week, but even in those emails, if somebody is emailing us about something, it says at the bottom that in the summer, the certain date powered down response time might be slightly slower. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you're just letting people know we got it we'll respond. We got it. We'll respond. But just, you know, and now if you sign up now, it doesn't have that because we're back to regular programming. But I think it really is about managing those expectations um, up front. And, and for me, it's how do I structure the offer? Well, I don't offer anything in July and August. Right. And just so you know, Alicia is very strict about her boundaries. I originally invited her to be on the show in the summer. And because she's one of my favorite people and the show was new and I was like, I want Alicia on the show. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, later after summer. And I was like, of course, she said, good for you. Get a walkway talk. Yeah. I mean, it does come down to boundaries. And, and you know, what I would say to you, Kim, is, is you know, a couple of things. One, it's not you're you're not as likely to anger people as you think you are. And if they do get angry, they're probably not your ideal clients. And if you start setting boundaries in your business over time. Your clients will evolve. The, the ones that are a hassle will fade out. And the ones that you'll bring on will become your much better clients because people will respect you more. If you are like, yeah, text me 24-7 and, and I'll respond within 30 seconds. And like, you better be charging a lot of money and not have anything else going on in your life if you're going to do that. And so, so it really does come down to boundaries and setting those expectations. And going forward, what you would do is set those from day one. Um, my friend Neil, who is now a real estate coach, but he was a um, real estate agent for many, many years, and he decided that he was not going to work on Sundays. Now, if you know anyone in real estate, the weekends are like the busiest time. But he decided early that Sundays were for family, and so he wouldn't work on Sundays. And so he would go through and meet with a new potential client, do the whole thing and say, what do you think? And they'd say, oh, this sounds great. I can't wait to work with you. And I say, okay, one more thing. I don't work on Sundays. I, it's my family time. And if that's going to be a problem, I can refer you to somebody else. And I think he said in, I don't know, 15 years of being an agent, one person ever said, nope, that's a problem because the person works Monday through Saturday and Sunday was the only day they could look at houses. But everyone else was like, oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody's going to be mad because you like your family <laughs> right. too, right? Yeah. Oh, are you spending time with your family? No, I don't <laughs> think so. So. <laughs> So that's great, um, Kim. Just start with the boundaries up front moving forward. And I think if you start telling your clients or customers now, um, you know, if you've never said I'm available 24-7, they'll probably be very respectful of it as well. So 
Okay, let's recap the six ways to take more time off in your business without losing income and then share our favorites. So uh, number one was uh, decide how much is enough. You don't have to make multiple figures or millions of dollars if you don't want. Your priority is time off and you decide how much you make and then you figure out how to make it in the time that you want to work. Uh, number two is boundaries, like we just talked about. Uh, number three, book your time off first. So when you have a blank calendar for next year, you don't put anything on there the time you went off first out how to make money anytime. Uh, number four, have a backup plan. If you are traveling or taking time off and worry about what might happen, if you don't want to lose income, good to have a backup plan. Know where there's good internet if you need it or whatever it might be. Number five is um, to always be open. <laughs> so even when you are off, make sure there's a way for people to work with you and give you money. And uh, number six, plan your time off when it's slow anyway. Most of our businesses have days or seasons uh, when it's already slow, and those can be great times to take time off. So, Alicia, uh, of the six, which one is your favorite, or which one do you want to pound home for people? I really about the always be open because that is the thing that's going to help you leverage everything else that you have. So even when you're off, people can still buy. Okay, I was undecided, but I think I'm going to hop on that same bandwagon because it was something I did wrong in my business for so long. I bought into all of the messaging about. Well, don't tell people what you charge up front. You got to make them fall in love with you first and this and that. And, and I started getting these messages where it's like, yeah, so I mean, what do you offer? How do I work with you? And there was just nothing available. So that's a good one. Set your business up so it's always open uh, because you want to be making money when you're off, obviously. So, well, if you want to, um, you know, have this kind of thing in your business, make more money uh, and not be working as much, more specifically taking time off. This is what Alicia specializes in and has worked with many, many entrepreneurs on this. So if somebody wants to learn more about this or wants to work with you, uh, where can we send them, Alicia? So I have the online business breakthrough school that basically walks you through all everything that we talked about and of course a whole lot more. So and it's an easy uh, URL to remember because it's online business breakthrough school.com. Perfect. Easy enough. All right. So check that out. And if you want to take a deeper dive on anything we talked about today, go to the sixways.com slash 16, the number one six, because this is episode 16. And some really awesome tips were shared today. Remember, we all do better when we all do better. So think about somebody else who might benefit from this episode, who wants more time off in their business and share it with them. Next week on the show, six ways to keep your clients paying longer. It's all about having clients or members or students, whoever they are, stay a really long time. So um, if you enjoyed this episode, two other episodes you might want to check out. Episode four, six ways to trick yourself into being more productive. And episode 15, six ways to lazily grow your email list. An email list is one of the best ways to keep making money when you are not working. So you can check out those, of course, in the episode notes, wherever you are watching or listening. Remember, we all do better when we all do better. So keep helping each other out. And Alicia, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Jerry. Had a great time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.